Greetings and welcome to episode 65 of the Dan York Report. I lost about seven minutes of my life today to a fraudulent robocall that I will probably never be able to trace back or do anything with it. I was uh, going in my office and I got a phone call today that we've been getting uh, from a, a number of times recently from somebody saying, um, hi, we're here with the Windows Security Service. We're here to go and you've got a problem with your computer. We need to help to uh, help you fix it. Um, you know, and... and Typically, uh, assuming the call would play out, uh, I'm assuming the guy would direct me to some website where I would download some software that would purport to clean my computer, that but would in fact install some kind of mal malware and uh, you know redirect me or send my credentials, do a keyboard logging, who knows what? It would do bad things to my computer, I'm sure. Well, you know the irony of the calls coming into our house, and we've had a number of them over the past month or two is that we don't have any Windows computers here. We have just some Macs, we have a Linux server and stuff, but there's no Microsoft Windows anywhere in our house right now. So when somebody calls in and says that, it's always kind of a joke. And so today I wanted to try to see if I could get to the bottom of it and see if I could get on a do not call list if such a thing were to, to exist there. And so I asked for the person's supervisor and he transferred me to somebody who supposedly was a supervisor who then said, oh, well, we, you know, you, you have a Windows computer. You know, it says right here, the internet tells me you have a Windows computer. Now, <laughs> you know, of course, when I hear somebody say, the internet tells me, I, I got to know more. What's going on? So I was asking that a few questions and he's like, oh, no, you know, it's, I, I said, I don't have any Windows. He's like, yes, you do. You do. Here, you, you, you have it here. He said, it's on my screen. I said, well, can you show me that? Can you He's like, or he said to me, I can show you the screen. I said, oh, can you send it to me an email? I said, oh, no, I can't do that. He said, but it's right here. You're on this. So the guy didn't, you know, I was going on. And then all of a sudden, the guy just starts swearing at me, dropping the F-bomb and just calling me different names. I'm like, uh, hello? <laughs> what are you saying? And I hear some laughter in the background. And then the guy says he wants to do something to my wife. Um, and you can imagine what he's saying. And... Um, I'm like, excuse me? And the guy's going on. And I hear twittering, you know, laugh, laughter in the background from uh, the other people, presumably in this call center, wherever it was. And, and the guy is, uh, is going on and, and saying more things. And I'm saying, hello, you were just trying to sell me a service or something, and now you're, you know, saying lewd things about my wife? And, and it went on. Um, and then... Uh, I asked the guy if he had a website for his service or whatever else, and he spells one out, and I go to it stupidly, but it turned out to be a site for uh, porn videos. But um, I, uh, you know, it was just um, one of those moments. You're like, really, this is seriously happening. This guy is doing this, and I could tell from the laughter in the background that uh, perhaps this was something that they do to people that challenge them or do something or don't just follow their script. Eventually, I hung up. You know, it was a process that was there as the guy was saying further things and going on. The challenge I have is, of course, I can't really do much with this phone number. I can report it to the FCC. There's a process that you can go and report abusive calls like this and things. But the reality is that this Internet thing has made it possible for groups like this to exist, um, to, uh, you know, to use voice over IP, VoIP, etc., to go and, and do this kind of thing. They're connecting from somewhere else. There was a, they were speaking in a language in the background, which I did not recognize. It certainly did not sound like it was from New England, but who knows where it was. They could have been anywhere in the world. But connecting in, the number, the caller ID and the number appeared to be coming from California. But it could be anywhere. 
And this is a challenge that we have as we move communications over to IP, is how do we securely authenticate the origin of a call? Because I can report this back to my carrier, I can report this to the FCC, to the FBI, to other people like that, but they, can, they can't necessarily easily track that back. There's not an easy way to go and do that. They can go back a certain level, and then it can get into the world of IP and start to just disappear. This is one of the challenges that there's a working group within the Internet Engineering Task Force called STIR, which is for Secure Telephone Identity Revisited. Um, it's looking at this precise issue of how do we securely identify the origin of a phone call. I wrote about this on Circle ID and my own Disruptive Telephony blog back in July, and I'll put a link in the show notes here. And this group is working right now at, within the IETF to go and figure out how can we do this? How can we make it so that somebody could go and track down a fraudulent call like this? If somebody had something that was abusive like this, how can we go and get back and find out who it is? Perhaps to, you know, um, I don't know, pers- pursue some level of uh, legal charges. I don't even know if that's possible in this case. Or to at least uh, shut down somebody who was doing this kind of abusive robocalling or whatever else. Although it was not actually true robocalling, it was actually a person speaking on there. But you get the idea. How do you go and do this? It's a tough challenge. You know, I, uh, I certainly wasn't thrilled with this as a way to start my day. But um, it highlighted again to me. We've got to figure this out somehow. If you're interested in this topic, you can join the STIR working group and the STIR mailing list. Anybody can join the mailing list and be part of this to look at how we solve this uh, issue as we move to IP communications. In the meanwhile, I'm going to try to forget all about that phone call and maybe go off and do something fun or something to just get away from all of that. That's been my drama today. Hope all you aren't getting those kind of robocalls. Best wishes to you all. And uh, thanks for listening. You can find more of these recordings at danyork.me with my, all of my audio and, uh, and written things. And you can find new specific audio recordings at soundcloud.com slash danyork. I'd love your comments either here on SoundCloud or on any of the social networks to which this is posted. Thanks for listening.